WCHD3 Detroit, KMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston, and on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast, CBS Radio's The New Sky. Enlightened philosophers tell us that we are divine beings in human form. Let's get real here. How can we live a busy life with a job, kids, and a mortgage and still be spiritual? Join C.J. Liu as she tackles real-life issues through a spiritual lens and talks with experts in relationships, work, and more. You'll get practical life skills and learn how to touch, feel, and experience a whole new way of living. Be a force for good. And fire it up with CJ. Log on, fire it up with CJ.com and call CJ now. 248 545 self. CBS Radio's The Sky. Welcome back to New Sky Radio. This is Fire It Up with CJ with CJ Lou. Her website is fireituploadcj.com. And her Facebook, if you'd like to connect with her on Facebook, as many of us do. It is Fired Up with CJ, and we are mid-October. The leaves are changing here in the northern states, and I think we're all just getting ready to buckle down, and it's kind of a good energy out there right now. It is. It's beautiful. Even in Seattle, it's beautiful. There's actually the leaves are changing, and it's sunny. It's shocking. Right. You know, I have to say, CJ, we were talking about Seattle um, at home the other day. My in-laws are staying with me right now. They came to visit and we were trying to figure out why is Seattle so, it's becoming a very popular place to go. Besides its beauty, <laughs> it's got to be a, a very beautiful area um, to live in. But we were talking about that, that so many companies and people are really going out that way. I know. Well, it's a beautiful place and a lot of really, there's good energy here. And actually our guest, Dr. Joe Dispenza, is from this area as well. Um, and he is here today talking about something very fall related, which is letting go and it's letting go of our habits of being ourself. In fact, he's going to be talking about his book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, as well as an event that he's doing in Seattle. On November 16th, he's going to be and this is the best title ever. Check this out, Sandra. It's calling Getting Your Shift Together. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so he's going to help us get our shift together when it comes here in uh, Seattle on November 16th. So, you know, this whole... Um, this whole couple months, Cassandra, have you noticed that we have a theme? We're talking about brain and uh, brains and how they influence our world and the way that we see the world. And um, Dr. Joe is all about that. His book is all about the brain and how um, the brain influences our personal and the way that we think influences our personal reality. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, Dr. Joe, welcome. Happy to be with you guys. Yeah, great to have you here. Are you enjoying the Seattle weather? Uh, yesterday was an exciting day with all the sun and the rain and lightning and thunder. It was uh, a good way to welcome the fall. Yes. All right, so tell us about how we can get our shift together. <laughs> what, what, what a provocative title. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's, we, we decided on this title, um, uh, Greg Braden and I, and, and Bruce Lipton and I have done a few of these as well, and you know, this is a time where everybody's talking about global transformation and talking about the changes in the calendar and, and the movement of houses in the, in, the, in the sky. And, you know, the real transformation is about the individual. And the real transformation is about all of this energy and all of this um, timing that's taking place. It's really an opportunity for you 
to use the energy, and it will endorse who you're being. So if you understand that all of the solar flares and all the energy that's being released from the sun, all of that is information, and it will support or enhance the exact state of being that you're in. So if transformation is about changing form or changing something about yourself, what is it that you want to change into? Why is it so hard to change? And what is the science behind to do it? And can you show us how? And I think this is a time in history where it's not enough to know. It's a time in history where people want to know how. So we'll provide mm -hmm. a one-day event and give people the, the essential information for them to begin to piece together some of these ideas. Okay, so I want to um, zoom back a little bit to your saying that the energy right now, so uh, you, you mentioned in your marketing materials this is an unprecedented time. Is it because of all the energies that are around us that are supporting this personal transformation that it's an amazing time, or is there something else that makes this an amazing time? Oh, great, great question. I think that it's it's everything. I mean, if you look at, you know, the sun is going into a very active cycle. If you look at um, what the Mayan calendar has predicted, if you look at the end the ending of a 26,000 year cycle. There's all of this alignment taking place, and and I want to demystify it because it's not the end of something, uh, in as much as it's the beginning of something. And so mm -hmm. the change in energy really is available energy that. And all frequency carries information. So it's going to endorse or enhance who you're being. So if you're suffering, you will feel more like a victim. If mm. you're in the process of change and you're interested in, in living a greater life and being a greater ideal of yourself, well, that energy is available also, and it will endorse that state of being as well. Mm. An exclamation point, basically. An exclamation point to wherever your mind is at, which is, is, is really important then to actually be super conscious about where is our mind during this critical time. Um, so tell us about, I know that in your marketing materials you talk about lots of incredible shifts that you've actually seen in your workshops over the last three years. Tell us about what kind of things you've witnessed. Sure. Well, you know, after What the Bleep, after the movie What the Bleep, and after my first book, the most common question that people asked me on a personal level was, wow, this is really important information. This is a good uh, good science, but how do you do it? How do you apply it to your life? So mm -hmm. we started teaching these workshops around the world uh, and based on my second book, Breaking the Habit. And, and what we were looking for was we were looking to see if we could witness some type of transformation. And mm. for the first year or so, it was uh, hit and miss, but then after that, seemed like the floodgates opened up and we started seeing very significant changes in people's health. We started seeing people healing themselves of lupus and MS and cancer and diabetes and Hashimoto syndrome and rare genetic bone disorders. And people were, bodies were actually changing. And, and we started to notice after uh, the second year that it was starting to happen in real time. In other words, it started happening right during the workshops that we were doing. Wow. We were saying, look, I was paralyzed in my leg from MS and I can feel my leg and I'm, I'm different. And so we started measuring transformation and we brought in a team of neuroscientists in uh, uh, some quantum physicists and we partnered with HeartMath. And what we wanted to do was gather data and information. In other words, if information is what we measure and we're measuring transformation in real time, Everything that we measure becomes more information to teach transformation better, and you begin to close the gap between you know, knowledge and experience. And we have some really remarkable data and findings to show that it's not just in people's minds, it's actually in their brains and bodies. And, mm. and that's kind of really where we're at right now. 
Okay, so I just have a question, Karen. I'm, I'm having a hard time visualizing. So there's someone in your workshop, and you're actually seeing they, – they come up to you and say, I had this health issue, and now it's gone. And so then your neuroscientists rush up and put nodes on their head. I mean, what, what, what's <laughs> no, happening? No, no, no. Let's, let's back up. So, so when we started noticing people having transformation take place in real time, mm-hmm. uh, we had seven spontaneous remissions in one event uh, about about a year and a half ago. And that was a very strong indicator that people were epigenetically signaling new genes in new ways right during our event they were turning on new genes and turning off old genes and their body was responding to a new mind so then we started teaching these advanced workshops and we did uh, two advanced workshops in 2013 this year and in the advanced workshops we measured uh, well hundreds of people's brains we measured them before the event started and we measured their brains after the event ended then we randomly selected people uh, during meditations and inward uh, processes that we were doing during the four-day retreat, and we were selecting different individuals randomly and measuring their brain in real time to see what was happening uh, uh, you know, with, uh, within them. At the same time, we were measuring fluctuations in the energy in the room, and we saw a dramatic increase in energy by the end of the event in the room. We also were measuring the energy field around people's bodies and seeing if they were if the energy was enhanced in any way, and we were measuring the amount of coherence, amount of orderliness or harmony or rhythm that takes place between the brain and the heart. And uh, we now know that it's a skill that you can change your energy, and your brain and body can work in more unison or more harmony. And we know that if you keep practicing it, you'll get better at it. And we can see that in the in the brain scans we did in in the individuals that we uh, we we mapped and tested. Mm, fascinating. You know what? Um, I've actually had an experience like that. I had an experience last night where I was um, in preparation for this interview. I reread all the different parts that I'd underlined in my book. Do you realize I have probably over 20 different earmarked pages <laughs> on your book? It was that exciting to me. But I went and I reread all of this because I was just trying to digest it. And in my dreams, my brain was, con- it was, it felt like my brain was rehearsing and rehearsing and rehearsing this information over and over again. Like it was trying to rewire itself. So I actually, I think I do, and I've actually had experiences in workshops that talk about neuroscience where my head actually hurts and it's not the content. I really feel like you could, in a workshop, have your brain shift. I mean, and you're showing that there's evidence, that you have evidence that that's happening in your workshop. And, and I, I believe it. I think it's pretty cool because we learned some really valuable things. I mean, the first workshop, we were watching people uh, in real time in meditation. And gosh darn it, I just watched this one woman. And I watched her brain get more and more out of balance as the medita- mm. meditation went on. And I, as I was watching her, I realized that she was trying to change her brain. She was using her brain to try to change her brain, and it wasn't working. She was using the program. You know, we're all just a bunch of programs. We're using her program to try to change the program, and it wasn't working. She was using her ego to try to change her ego, and her brain was getting worse. She was using her conscious mind to try to change what was subconsciously programmed, and she was endorsing, you know, the, the program. So when we began to see this, we started really figuring out that when you and I get beyond ourself, when we become a thought, when we become nobody, no one, no thing, nowhere, no time, when we become pure consciousness, that's the moment we have dominion over changing the brain and the body. And so once we start 
teaching people how to get to that level, mm. the brain all of a sudden gets very coherent. It gets very organized. And even if you're reading a piece of material before you go to bed and your brain waves are changing, you're more suggestible to that content and you will consolidate that information in your brain while you sleep. And that's why you rehearse it in your mind because your brain is actually trying to store that information. So if you give people information in an event, in a workshop, but you don't stop there. You say, okay, now let's instruct you on how to apply this information, and you assign more meaning behind what you're doing. The moment you assign meaning behind it, and you can couple it with a practical application, and then they have some type of transformation, and you can measure that transformation in real time. That transformation now is producing more information because it's measured. Now mm -hmm. we have more data to be able to teach transformation better, and you close that gap. And and um, people, common people, you don't have to be a Buddhist monk or a, a rabbi or a priest or a, a spiritual or, or an academic. You just have to be a common person, and, and you learn how to do it, you get better at it. Yeah, and I actually think one of the things I've noticed from coaching, if the conscious mind isn't agreeable to the whole thing, you're not going anywhere. So I think all the, the information that you're providing the conscious mind so it understands that the, what you're doing is rational, logical, and has scientific validity helps your mind go along. Otherwise, you're not going anywhere, I've noticed, with clients. Sure. I mean, you can do all the meditation you want, but it doesn't go right. anywhere, I think, at least. Well, right. I, I agree. I agree. So, I have a, um, gosh, I hope we can get talking in the last minute. Um, tell me what you noticed. So you actually did a before and after, and then what did you notice when you were actually tracking this data? Well, I'll, I'll mention one simple thing. 91% uh, of the people that came to our workshops had more than an 80% brain at changing their brain for the better. And when the brain works right, you work right. When the brain is in more coherence and more orderliness, you're more coherent and you're more orderly. When your brain is in balance, you're more balanced. When you're able to control intrusive and self-destructive thoughts and negative thoughts, you're less negative and you're less intrusive. So we saw the brain starting to communicate in a more holistic fashion. And that's when a brain starts functioning in holism or unity or synchronization, what syncs together links together. And we started seeing people experience greater levels of joy, greater levels of wholeness, and the brain started communication, communicating more in a symphonic and more balanced way. Right, and you could actually just by looking at their brain waves. Is that what you Oh, yeah, we have tons data? of data. We, we just presented in Honolulu at a conference, uh, a world conference, and people were blown away when they saw the dramatic changes that people made in their brain. Mm. Okay, wonderful. So now folks go to get your shift. Or could they experience this? Are they going? Is it possible for them to experience these same kind of changes if they were to go to your November 16th event in Seattle? Oh, yeah. We'll, pre we'll, we'll present all of our research findings, and we'll give them uh, all, a lot of the tools for them to begin the journey. Absolutely. Okay, cool. So you, um, folks who want to sign up for the class, it's November 16th here in Seattle, and it's Dr. Joe Dispenza, D-I-S-P-E-E. NZA.com. All right, up ahead, we're going to be talking about some more about the scientific research that proves that changing our thoughts alone can change our reality. We'll be right back. <laughs> 